Welcome back to Mortuary Mayhem, a podcast by funeral service professionals for funeral service professionals, where any day above ground is a good one. So, Melissa, you are the training and development manager for the National Funeral Directors Association, right? Yes, I am. Uh-huh. All right. And one of your bigger trainings that you offer would be the arranger training through That's the National right. Funeral Directors Association. What can you tell us about this? This is an exciting opportunity, a great opportunity for funeral directors of or anybody interested in funeral service, really. So... Yeah, it is. Um, let's start with that. And then I'll tell you a little bit about the program, because I think it's kind of misunderstanding um, when people see a ranger training. That's why I want to change the name, but I haven't quite figured the right name yet. Um, but it is for anyone that does arrangements, conducts arrangements with families. It's also for anyone who really interfaces with families throughout that whole process, because we're talking about connecting, how to connect with families, um, how to discover their needs and wants, and then and how to utilize that information to really lead them through good choices, appropriate choices for them um, about, you know, merchandise, services, and disposition options. And then we take that information and we also talk about unique opportunities to create memorial events. We even um, talk about grief support, a little bit about that. And um, we also talk about things like conflict management. So we try to give you some tools to really smooth out your arrangement conference processes. Now, you have an extensive background in funeral service, right? Uh, Yeah. I absolutely, yes. Well, I'm the, the training and development manager now for the National Funeral Directors Association. My background is actually as a licensed funeral director in South Carolina. Um, My family's actually been in business there since 1879, but I came to funeral service about almost 20 years ago, came back into it. Um, I had a first career as a writer and editor and educator, so that lends itself well to what I'm doing now. But then I went back and got my licensure and served families in our community. So um, I miss that sometimes because now I'm just strictly educating but I really appreciate the fact that I can bring that to the table and bring my experiences when we talk about the day-to-day things that we do. Nice. So you can bring a lot into uh, into the training from your experiences of having been on the other yeah. side of this table and having uh, seen what it is as well as, you know, and I know you're a great instructor as well, having been through Well, thank you. Thanks. I appreciate <laughs> Absolutely. it. Absolutely. But yeah, I do come from the background of a small town funeral director in a, yeah. in a small family business. So yeah, um, I bring that. And I'll talk about some of those experiences, you know, some of my challenges that I faced, some of the things that I did wrong that I could have done better, um, just to share that. Um, I think it's good when we can learn together. Yeah. And those and those small town funeral homes have like a I'm gonna say a heart of gold when it comes to having to do those arrangements too, because you're it's yeah. really you're 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 serving people that you see yeah. more frequently you know, than maybe the bigger it, places. Yeah, exactly. And so people that we know and see every day. Um, but you know, we'll face challenges in those situations even like with the financial obligation, for example. So we'll talk about how to work through some of those kinds of things. Hmm. Yeah. I know that's always, that was always a concern when you're, you know, when I was on that side of the table was, you know, I want to make sure somebody still has food on their table when they get home too. Right. Yeah. Nobody wants, nobody wakes up and wants to pay for a funeral. And so I, you know, we understand that. And I think it's conveying that kind of thing and using compassion 
and really trying to help them understand the value that what of what you're presenting to them, mm-hmm. you know, and how that's going to operate in their lives going forward, in their grief processes, in their grief journey. We're an important part of that. We play an integral part of that. And sometimes families don't realize that. You know, they've heard a lot of things. They've seen a lot of things on social media or whatever. Um, they've had people tell them things. And they bring all these preconceived notions to that, to that arrangement conference table. Um, we are educators as funeral directors. And so we have to be prepared to be that and to do that and to communicate to them in ways that they understand. And it's not just us in our jargon, right, in our professional jargon. So that's a large part of what arranger training is, is talking about how to better communicate the words that we use, the body language that we use, um, even the way that we just present ourselves professionally. So I'll give you some of those tools on the 29th. Yeah. And, and, and being doing an arrangement doesn't start at the table. It starts at the right. door. It starts actually before that, you know, starts- it starts way down the road yeah. long before. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I think, you know, family doesn't, family doesn't remember every detail of everything that happened, but they remember certain things, certain things will stick with them for life. And that's, you know, if you want repeat business or if you want a good reputation. Absolutely. The way that you provided care for them, that's what they're going to remember. And that's how they'll come back to you. You may not be the lowest price person in the market. And we know that price is important, especially to today's families in this economy. But if they see value behind what you're doing and they see that you really do care for them and you provide that to them, they're going to come back to you because they trust you. It's all about the trust that we build with the families that we serve. Oh, absolutely. And I know I've had a lot of people, you know, come students, they go, I can't believe my employer charges this, or I can't believe he's this high or this low. And, and I, I always have the same question. And that that? question is, what is the customer paying for? If the customer is paying for the frills and the customer is getting the golden lining, then they're paying for something. They're getting what they're paying for, you know, but are they, if they're paying too high and uh, they're not getting that, then maybe that's, you know, maybe you have to reevaluate, but are they getting the value that they're paying for? Absolutely. You know, that charge for basic goods and services on that GPL. I mean, if you can't really explain to the family what's behind that number, that's a really good place to step away from the table and start to figure out what you're trying to convey value about. And so we'll talk about that too, but you're right. I mean, they've got to understand what's behind what they're getting. I mean, we don't just go to a car lot, for example, and you know, why would I pay? I mean, I wouldn't, pay $50,000, but you know, cars are expensive. I mean, it's not something we just want to go buy. We're not selling cars, but we are selling a service behind some goods. And we have to really elevate that service that we're providing. That's where our bread and butter is. I mean, people can go and get merchandise different places, but if we're not providing the service behind it, they're not going to call us back. Yeah. And it's a service that a lot, and we understand it, we take yeah. it for granted or maybe a little bit that we understand it, but the customer doesn't understand. They're going to come in, they're going to look at this and say, this is what I want because this is what, you right. know, mom or dad had, but that may not be the best fit uh, for what's going on now. And knowing what's available, knowing those options is yeah. important. And you know, Dan, they're watching us in the things that we're doing, even before they come to us with their death, you know, that they've had, 
they are watching us and things that we're doing in our communities. Um, I have a different, totally different presentation that I talk about, about that, but it's important for anybody in, a, in funeral service to really understand that. And are we prepared to receive them and communicate with them about what we're about in the moments that are outside of the funeral or the life celebration or whatever, you know, and the things that we're doing, like when we're doing a graveside service, for example, people are driving by, they're seeing that. Are we putting our best foot forward in the way that we set those things up and in the way that we carry it out? So, you know, there's just a lot that goes on um, and goes into arrangements that are way outside of that room, you know, and long before and long after. Mm -hmm. So we just have to be prepared for that and be well-connected with these families, understand them, and then be able to respond appropriately to their needs and wants. Yeah. 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 And I think, you know, I mean, we're both educators, but, you know, I think part of this is education. It's educate, you know, everybody has to be an educator, educating the family on what's out there and, um, you know, but that, you know, providing that smile and providing that you know, customization, not just to customize services, but customizing how you approach each family. Yeah. Uh, and and communicating with them in a really empathic way so that you're listening. You're not just listening to them. You're hearing what they're saying. I mean, they may come at you with, I don't want this, this, and this, but is that really what they're saying? Maybe that is, but what's the why behind that? How do you get to that in a manner that doesn't seem to be pushy, you know, or overbearing? Um, That's part of what we talk about in our discovery section. How do you ask really good questions, but that it feels appropriate, you know, to them so that you can really understand what they need? Because if you can craft the right services for them, not just the final funeral or celebration of life, but the other things that go into that, that's where the real meaning and the heart of what you do comes across. And that's what really sticks with them. Excellent. The, um, and now you have, you offer this frequently. This is an ongoing uh, training that the NFDA yes. uh, puts out there. Yeah. yeah, I do. I'm doing, gosh, I've been doing at least one a month this year, um, oh. sometimes two or three. Um, and now we're doing some virtual options too. So that's kind of opened up. Um, but we're so excited to come to Massachusetts and offer this. Yeah. So you're going to be, we'll start with that too. I mean, you're, you're going to be coming to Bridgewater, Mass. on September 29th. Uh, this is 2023 that we're in right now. Um, it's going to be a whole day, right? So 8.30 to 4.30, we're going to set up and we'll have a full day event. Yeah, absolutely. Now, that sounds like a long time to people, <laughs> but that's <laughs> not me just speaking to you, right? I'm going to facilitate a whole day of learning, actually. So um, I had a gentleman last year at our convention show up again for the second time since I've been with NFDA because I've only been with them about two, a little over two years now. Um, And I said, Greg, you're back. Why, why'd you come? And he said, oh, I like to come a lot. He said, it's not just what I learned from you, but I really love learning from other funeral service professionals in our industry. Um, And I get to hear what they're doing and how they're solving problems. And so I really appreciated that. So yes, together we'll learn, we'll do some breakout groups, we'll work through some issues that the funeral directors are hearing um, on a day-to-day basis and try to negotiate some good solutions to those. 
That'd be awesome, and I know we we offered that in the past. We had you, I think, what two years ago? I think it was. I think right? so. Two, yeah, two right three, when I came three. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was actually 2021. That's right. It was about yeah. 2021. I remember because we were we were just coming out of COVID. Uh, yeah. Partly, we weren't really out of it, but we were uh, we were trying to come out of COVID, and I remember bringing all the students back. Uh, yeah, it was great was to be there with day. your students. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we had a room full, but it oh, was yeah. such it was it was really good learning together. We got some great feedback from them. I know I learned a lot being with them too. Yeah, I did too. And I, I know it was coming out of COVID. We had so many students that I hadn't seen in person. So that was so exciting. <laughs> so right. I remember looking for, I remember that was the excitement that was on my face. I'm like, I don't know who you are, but I love it. <laughs> so you guys are in person. It was awesome. You know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. That, that really know. was, that was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the networking alone is just amazing. I mean, I love, I just love events like this in general. I love anything, traveling or things. Cause you get to meet like, you know, and the thing is, this is open. I mean, people from across the country or the world really could come yeah. and join us in Bridgewater in September and meet people that they've never met before. I mean, that uh, opportunity yeah. is huge. And what a great time to come in the fall. I mean, my gosh, you could really put a nice little trip around it too. Not only can you come and get up to eight CE credits, right? Mm-hmm. Continuing education credits, but you could stay a few days and enjoy the yeah. beautiful fall weather, the colors. I mean, it's going to be fantastic. It's a great time to be there. Yeah. And we have plenty of hotels around, so we'll, uh, yeah. you know, we can get a great accommodations and we got the best room on the campus too. We got the nice ballroom, I noticed. So that's awesome. <laughs> We're kind of excited. Yeah. Yeah. And you said there's um, really good parking and there's a train station nearby, right? So it's oh, really accept- accessible. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The train comes all the way from Boston and that train comes, I mean, really from anywhere, but mm-hmm. comes through South Boston area can come right down and it literally lands on the campus, which is, I think we're the only college campus in the entire Commonwealth of Massachusetts that actually has a train station on the campus, which is incredible. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's a short, the, the room's only a short walk uh, across the campus from there. And there's a parking garage right next to it as, uh, Great. as well. Yeah. Awesome. And I have to tell you, I loved your catering, your food that you did last time. And we will get to have lunch together during this whole time. So I don't want people to think they're going to be stuck for eight hours, you know. Oh, no, we're going to get this fully catered. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. we're going to have really good food. Yeah, it'll be great. So it's a really good time, like you said, just to network, come together and learn and get the CEs that you need. So it's yeah. fantastic. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. This is exciting. Um, anything else that they should know to prepare to, to come? Well, or? I'd like for people to come prepared to talk about some of their challenges because I'll give people an opportunity throughout the day to actually write down some scenarios. And we're going to take those scenarios and work through them as best we can. We might not be able to get to all of them, you know, depending on how many are presented. Um, But I have found that that really makes the time valuable. So not only do I give you the tools, then we're going to practice using those tools and really applying them to your day-to-day situation and talk about the culture and processes where you're at to make it work for you. So it's a really great opportunity just to come together, learn, um, network, like you said, and enjoy beautiful Massachusetts. Yeah. And it's beautiful around that time too. Nice fall in Massachusetts is a beautiful time. Yeah. And, you know, and I know that there, no matter how good we think we are in our field, you know, there's always some, you know, someone that's always better and we can always strive to be that and to learn yeah. and to learn how to do arrangements better. I think we find, I know sitting in last time, I learned so much from being there. I'm like, I never thought about doing that way or, you know, just because yeah. I think we get stuck on our own, our own ways really. And I think we need to. That's true. Expand, and the families you know? today, you know, their wants and needs are changing and um, it's good to hear what other people are experiencing because sometimes 
there's a situation maybe that we have not yet encountered, but that we will encounter. So it's good to hear that preparatory information really and work through it prior. So you're really better prepared to face the different challenges, you know, that could come to you. I will also say, since we've been together, um, I have completely redone the manual. And so there's some updated information and the manual that people will receive will be a workbook that we use that day, but it's also an excellent tool to take back as a reference guide. Um, there's things in there about FTC funeral rule. Um, there's just all kinds of things, you know, that you'll want to refer back to. So you not only get oral information, right? You get the written um, and you walk away with something that's real tangible. Yeah. And this is kind of a good time too, as the FTC is kind of changing things. So maybe yeah. this is a good time to kind of refresh our memory. I mean, a lot of people have been out of school for a while, so this is a good time to yeah. kind of come, come back collectively. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm going to also show some free tools that are available um, to both members and non-members of NFDA so that people really found those useful too. So um, I'm just excited to be there. I'm excited. Um, now, how do people sign up for this? Okay, that's an important point. They need to go to nfda.org um, and they go to our, our education page and then they'll see the certification and training programs and arranger trainings listed right there. So they can go online and um, make that registration. Excellent. <clears throat> and I believe there's a direct link as well, right? nfda.org backslash arranger training. Yeah, we'll that's bring them directly it. there. Exactly. Yep. Perfect. <clears throat> and um, they can also call our 800 number in case they're having issues online registering our member services representatives. We'll be happy to do that for them. Okay, excellent. And I know there's different price categories as well, right? So students get a nice discount uh, no matter yeah, what they works. Do. They don't have to be at Cape Cod. They can be at any Right. institution, they'll get a great discount. Exactly. And if they're members of NFDA, also there's a discount. So it's $4.95 for members of NFDA. Um, there's also if they're military or a former active military or and, and retired military, get a little bit of a discount. So there's several different price points. And also there's a little bit of a discount. So let's say a firm wants to send two or three folks. You'll pay for that first person and then get a, a discount as well. Um, for the subsequent people that are coming in your group. And of course, members of the Massachusetts Association get that special price too. Nice. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. And again, we're very excited to have this. And I know there's this is something you do all the time. So, you know, if they, somebody missed another opportunity, by all means, we'd love to have you in Massachusetts and, you know, yeah. come and, you know, we'll help you. And I know the uh, my my staff will be more than happy to help people find good hotels. Uh, yes, you, you know, have great so. staff. I mean, they are so <laughs> helpful. So yeah, everybody yep. lean on them for sure. Um, but yep. you're right. If people weren't able to come, if they're not able to come to our convention in Las Vegas, because we're doing this as a pre-con there, mm -hmm. um, coming out to you is a great, great time to be there. And it's a little more intimate situation. So we're really excited to, to come. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm looking forward to the food too. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Always. Um, but, yeah. I mean, it's an incredible, so, I mean, this is just an incredible opportunity for everyone to learn and yeah, it again, is. you know, sharpen your skills. And as I, as I said, you know, no matter how much you think, you know, there's always something to learn and. Right. And I want to thank Cape Cod Community College for hosting it. It's going to be a yeah. great event. So I'm really looking forward to September 29th. Thank you for listening to this episode of Mortuary Mayhem. For links to information discussed during this episode, please visit the website at www.mortuarymayhem.com. Do you have questions, comments, 
Suggestions for topics or want to be a guest on the show? Email us at podcast at mortuarymayhem.com. We should do this again sometime.